You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. And everybody, we are live here on the Wrestling Rewind, episode 26. Thank you all for joining us. It is Monday, the 15th of June, 2020. Uh, Dave, welcome to the show, sir. How are you been? Oh, fantastic. I mean, it's been the greatest week ever. <laughs> well, we definitely got the greatest wrestling match ever last night. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, like, thanks for everyone who's listening to, us, listening to us live. If you are, say hey in the chat. We're on Periscope, Twitch, uh, YouTube, all the stuff, all the things, all the time. And we're also on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8 p.m. as well. So if you're listening there, come over to the live chat. If not, send us an email to nerdtonomedia at gmail.com. Yeah, if look, you can't find us, you don't know how a search engine works. Exactly. We're very easy to find. And every week we add somewhere new. We're on Mixer now. So AJ Styles, um, stream of choice, Dave. I, I, I Absolutely. Made, I made sure that I, I got that because I was like, if we don't, Dave will be upset. So I'm like, no, it needs to be done. I mean, if I can't be on the same platform as AJ Styles, then exactly. nothing matters. And now I, that means now I can just pull it up on my Xbox. That's fantastic. Yeah, you're all good to go, you know. Um, also, we're also sponsored by the Brave Browser. So if you guys do want what is fastly becoming my favorite browser, um, go over and download the Brave Browser from the link below. Um, we're using it now. Everything that we have on our screen share here is from the Brave Browser. Beat it, built-in VPN. You have to earn cryptocurrency and all this other good stuff that Google and other places will not give you. So download the Brave Browser. Try it. If you don't like it, you will like it. I guarantee you will. Um, also, if um, you're ever interested in customizing browsers it also gives you that option too so why not absolutely Look i never thought that i would after 15 years move over from firefox but i mean i'm just so amazed oh yeah by not not just the features but the built-in features from you know straight out of the box that you get with brave browser it's just phenomenal it really is and it, it also you know you're going to be tracked you're going to be traced anyway but you might as well get some money from it so so you know that's it instead of google or facebook getting your money brave gives you a cryptocurrency for everything you search everything you use so you might as well get your own money back so yeah download the brave browser from the link below that helps us out supports the show if not you can also send us a ko-fi link which is on this side of the screen or you can also uh, add us directly through Facebook, uh, PayPal and give us some money there. So, yeah, that's all the shilling done this week. <laughs> but we had to get it done. Just um, got to get it out of the way. You have to get it out of the way. Look, the, the, the build. Uh, well, look, if you can't, you're like, hey, look, I can't afford that. That's fair enough. The best way to do it is sh uh, spread the word of the show, subscribe to the channel, or even engage. Because, hey, look, we're the only wrestling podcast show brought to you by fans that don't hate wrestling. So support us. Facts. These are all facts. But yeah, another fact, another fact, Dave, was yes. we had the greatest wrestling match ever last night. It's a fact. It's documented. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Or yeah. I, I did have to, I did enjoy actually some of the memes where it's like uh, the actual mat itself had a clip. I think it was either the mat or it was like the, the, the ring, the ring apron or the, a bit of the announcer table. And it was like raw in the 90s, a test match. Because uh, that's just the way it looked. And I was like, yeah, there were a lot of test matches in uh, 
in the, in the attitude era. But uh, yeah, look, this had a lot to live up to. Um, they they did blatantly uh, false advertise because it wasn't the greatest match of all time. Well, it, 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 no, well, it wow. wasn't. It didn't have AJ Styles in it. So don't they, don't play to my fandom. I know what true. you're doing. Don't it's do true. it. Like the the Daniel Bryan uh, AJ Styles match from SmackDown. Oh, was a phenomenal match if you haven't seen it. Oh my goodness, that yes. probably would have been up there as as the greatest wrestling match of all time. But Absolutely. it would have been in one of the contenders, and now obviously it wasn't. But that would have been, that blew that this match completely out of the water. But the knock-on effect of having this set up was it was really was a one-match card. You know, like have a look at it there. It was a a, a terrible. Terribly boring pay-per-view, I will have to say. And if I paid money for it, I'd be very upset. Now, some would say, you do pay money. You, you did, have a, technically. Yeah. yeah, you have a WWE Network subscription. But I'm like, yeah, true. But I watch it for other things. And the next part of our show was worth it alone. But um, I, I got to say this about the WWE Network. I got to give them a lot of credit. Um, it's so much better now. business model. Yeah. Because the selling point to fans initially was, hey, instead of $60 a month, that you're paying us, you can pay us $10 a month and watch the pay-per-views. Mm. And we always knew there'd be a back catalog of stuff that would get added over time. Well, that time has come, come. and yep. the back catalog is there. So I find myself using the WB Network much more often to watch things that make me feel nostalgic or things that we're going to review. It's so amazing for stuff like Doing that. Doing this show. Yes. It's kind of necessary to have a WWE Network subscription. Well, not really, because, you know, yourself and myself probably have quite a vast back catalog of DVDs or whatever. But I would much rather just be click, 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 watching whatever I want to watch then. Right. You know, even waiting for the, the little don't try this at home stuff happening. Now, the only time I'll do that is, you know, if I'm watching a DVD that was sent out to me or something like that. But other than that, I'm right. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to. That's but not going to happen anymore. I like anymore. that I don't have to feel as though, okay, somebody sent me a DVD, so now I need to review it, which was, you know, the case in the past. Yeah. Now it's, I'll gladly review a DVD if you want to send it to me. And please do. I mean, we love oh, looking yeah. at the past. If you're uh, any promotion, we don't care. Um, if you want to send us something, we'll check it out. Absolutely. And we'll give an honest opinion. I mean, we'll be honest about that. Our opinion will be honest that we give. But this has made it so we can watch so many documentaries and stuff that if we tried to buy them all, there's, be there's able just to. simply no way this show could exist. I no. mean, 52 weeks times, you know, $25 a DVD or whatever. It, that's a know, lot that's, of money. That's yeah. a lot of money. Even, even with our Brave browser money, it's still, still not Absolutely. <laughs> it's still not Ah, wow. Yeah, way to get uh, the plug right in. Right back in, right back in. Love you. Um, but <laughs> um, what I will say is it's, I, I really enjoyed the overall presentation of it now their improvements have have actually been really good i've also got a fire stick recently and that's the because the ps3 subscription uh or support rather dropped so you can't actually watch it on the ps3 anymore which is kind of uh, you can't watch it on some android devices either so that kind of sucks but been able to just pop in a fire stick and have it there it's great so look if you haven't tried the WWE Network or you did and you kind of got stung, there's even a free tier. You don't even need a subscription now to watch certain things. They actually pop up their free YouTube segment inside the network and the pre-shows are there too. So fair play to the WWE Network. It's, it, it, it wasn't worth it initially, but now it is. And that's, yeah. that's what I would really say to anyone who 
who maybe had a subscription and were kind of like, oh, I'm done now. You know, at least been able to go back. And even if you're searching through segments, like when we were doing the Hardcore Division, we had the documentary, obviously, that, that gave us a lot of footage to watch. But being able to go back and search even more kind of stuff, it was pretty cool. Like pop in Hardcore Holly and just been given a random Raw match. You're like, oh, this is great. You know, um, so yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, fair if you play. think that this is, if you think this is the early days of the WD Network, where it was all, you know, it was sketchy, it was skippy, but they've really worked the kinks out. I mean, WWE, to their credit, often is on the forefront of emerging Technology. technologies, and they were right, you know, they were right there with Netflix with this one, and, it, and it, that's exactly how it works. And now, I mean, one of my favorite features, um, originally they had it as you could skip through but you still had to fast forward to get to like certain points that they would mark. Well, yep. now when you open up pay-per-view, like let's say you open up Backlash, it, it will actually provide has... you with, okay, jump to this scene and it'll give you a little thumbnail and you can jump right to the match that you want to watch. It's I, brilliant. I, I absolutely love that feature. Yeah, I love it too. It's It makes it all so much smoother and it's all there and it's great. Um, it's kind of awkward when you're looking for a Chris Benoit match though. Well, you just have to spell it correctly. It begins with a K. <laughs> <laughs> if you know like, what I mean, then you know what I mean. If yeah. you don't, then you don't. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, well, it's not there. But that's in the older stuff. But like, look, for, for the majority of shows nowadays, it's all laid out quite nicely. And boy, this came in handy because I started watching this show last night. And I I was playing Deus Ex. I don't know if you ever played Deus Ex. Yeah, I saw you were streaming that last night. I'll plug yeah. something. Make sure you check out Nerdux on Twitch. Oh, thanks, man. Um, we also do Let's Plays here on this channel. So anything that is on Twitch goes to YouTube on Let's Plays. Yeah. But I was playing it last night on my second playthrough. Um, I never, I've never done the new Game Plus thing before. So I was like, oh, okay. So you get to start with everything, everything and then you get to add your XP on and unlock exactly. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. And the the initial playthrough wasn't great. I thought it was kind of poor. But now that I have all the tech, I'm able to just walk around and cover it. The game is so deep. Like, I cleared through the whole thing in six hours. And now I'm, I'm about, what, 10 hours in of just halfway through the game because of there's so much to do. So, yeah, I would say, you know, pick it up. It's very cheap if anyone's into, like, cyberpunk uh, dystopian futures that isn't their own. More, more fun, uh, fun than the modern world. You know, at least we have cool technology. Absolutely, uh, and I'll give a cheap plug for a game that I'm currently playing. Came out a little bit, a uh, little bit ago by Obsidian. You know them from Fallout New Vegas. I've been playing The Outer Worlds. Oh um, no if you way! Want a game, no way! If you want a game that's really fun for about the first four hours, and then makes you hate your life for the last five hours of the game. And by the way, there's 20 hours in between that time frame I just set. You should get the Outer Worlds. You know, I I, I, got, I have the Outer Worlds, and I love Obsidian because of Fallout New Vegas is my favorite Fallout game, and also they made my, yeah. my, one of my favorite games of all time, uh, Knights of the Republic 2. Um, and I have the Outer Worlds, and it's sitting over there, and it's plastic. So I will it's, get to it. it. It's all right. The problem is we're so used to, in this world, expecting AAA quality, and it's, you know, it's, it's a double-A game, and they do a lot. But you can definitely see where more funding could have made it a really crazy experience. Um, right. The dialogue options, which is supposed to be their strong points, just 
it's not Fallout for three level. It's I, and it's certainly not Fallout New Vegas levels. But it, you know, it, it's a good start, a good endeavor. Welcome to the game corner here on Nerd to Know Media. <laughs> actually, yeah, you, 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 and uh, you and Kane should hook up and actually do a show together because that'd be fun. Um, I would tell him that you're interested because I know he's looking for guests. So uh, I will, I will get, I will uh, set that up. But yeah, I'd, like I would say, if, you know, we stream a lot here. If you're interested in that, you'll catch a random stream or let's plays. But anyway, so I was playing that and I was kind of like, right, I'll have this pay for you on the background because I knew it was going to be a one match card. And then when I was watching it, it got to, I got to Oscar and I, no, sorry, I got to Braun Strowman and The Miz and John Morrison. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't, nah, this, I'll watch this tomorrow. So that's where I stopped and I went to bed because uh, I was like, and it was a better decision because I woke up this morning for work and I was like, right, I'll have this on in the background. And uh, that match was the worst seven and a half minutes of wrestling I've seen all year. The Drew McIntyre Bobby Lashley match was up there as some of the worst wrestling I've seen all year. Really? Now, yeah. I'm going to be straight with people. Um, this was sincerely a one match card for me. I watched was. Randy Orton versus Edge a couple times. Yeah. Um, and I watched the show that we're going to cover in the second half yeah. of this show last night instead of this pay per view. So I was reading the comments, um, you know, amongst the internet, and it seemed that people really liked the Drew McIntyre Bobby Lashley match. You don't. I, well, I don't have a I don't have an opinion because I didn't watch it. I'm just no, curious. That, that, that's fair, but I heard um, you know WCW 2000 comparisons for this segment of the show. Okay, and it's very warranted with the Braun Strowman match. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think Braun Stro- putting the belt on Braun Strowman it wasn't planned. Get the belt off him very quickly and give it to someone else because it's not doing anyone any favors. Give it to Bobby Lashley, honestly. Um, I think or someone else, anyone else, anybody. The, the, Who's that child that he wrestled the tag team match with? Give it to that child. Oh, at WrestleMania? Yeah. Like the yeah. referee's kid? Yeah, um, give, give it yeah, to him yeah. because he would be better. Uh, that that made me mark out. I'm not going to lie. That was one of my cool. favorite moments from that WrestleMania. It was not, a great Clearly match. not enough of a moment for me to remember the kid's name, but he's if you look up the WWE tag team history online, he is he's listed there. as a champion. Yeah. Exactly. He's there. He got to go to school the next day with the belt from what that's, I heard, so. That's so cool. That's yeah. so cool. Um, look, Drew McIntyre is a great champion. Bobby Lashley just... Slink's real. <laughs> look, Drew McIntyre is a great wrestler, and he's a great champion, and I really like the way he's been positioned. But Bobby Lashley just isn't good. And he doesn't have the charisma. Like, he's a good... He's a really good wrestler, don't get me wrong. He really is. He just doesn't have the charisma or believability to... I guess the problem he had with TNA as well when he was Mr. Golf. He doesn't care. He just wants to go play golf. And you can just get that off him. You're like, okay, I I get it. This is a job for you. But compared to someone like Brock Lesnar where you still feel something when he comes out, with Bobby Lashley, I'm like, I'm really bored. This is really bad. Please go play golf. And go away. I'm and telling you, Derek, it's the size of his head. It just doesn't match the rest I, of his man, body. I don't know. I, I like even when he was in his first run, when he was doing that John Cena stuff, I was like, I just don't see it. And then in TNA, they gave him a massive rush, and I'm like, now it makes sense. The man just wants to play golf. WWE, please just let him play golf. That's my yeah. appeal because he doesn't want to wrestle because <laughs> he's terrible at it. Uh, as far as like professional wrestling, he just the man doesn't get it. But Drew, you know, it it it. it 
there was a lot to work. I lo- work with. I like the MVP stuff. I think that's great. Pairing him with MVP was a genius move because the man needs charisma, and MVP is built of it. Um, I tell you what, if they want to have someone of of a great uh, of that kind of tier, who can who is super athletic but actually has a personality, promote Keith Lee and put him in and give him the belt. Do it. Pair him with MVG uh, with MVP. That would be amazing. Like. At least Keith Lee likes wrestling and is believable as not only a champion, but also this monster mega heel or face. That's what they should do. I don't know why they're trying this Bobby Lashley thing again. It just doesn't work. Then he brought out Lana. I'm okay, though, because I I kind of want Keith Lee to be his true greatness. I kind of want to be saved for a live crowd. And if things are going the way that I think they're going, I don't think we're that, that far away from getting at least some semblance of live well, crowds back well, at WWE events. Well, what I will say, you know, and again, like I will say, you know, that uh, just to finish up on this, the Lana stuff hurt the match as well. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot going against this from the get-go, but moving away, that's one thing I want to say about this pay-per-view. This is the first pay-per-view they've had where they've actually embraced not only sweetening of the crowd, but also having some live crowd there. I've heard some people give out about it. I was listening to Meltzer um, talk about it today, and I'm like... Why? Why? Why do you even give him the time uh, of death? Look, I, I don't I, understand. I like Brian Alvarez a lot. Um, I mean, great. Yes, he and I are Facebook friends, but that's as far as my interest goes in anything that's said by either but, of those two. But they were talking about, they were talking about <laughs> it, and then Meltzer was giving out about the, 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 the crowd noise, and I'm like, why, dude? This is a lot better. It doesn't sound like a weird sex show anymore. It sounds like a wrestling event, you know? And I don't know, you know, I just don't know what um what people expect because there's no other way to to deal with this. There's no other way to kind of... Uh, it's either you have it one way where it's awkward and, and silence or you have it another way where you have to kind of amplify this. Now, the, prex- the plexiglass stuff around the ring... I love it. I love it. I think it's great. Again, it's like watching. It's like being in rollerball, but it, it allows them to actually interact with it and kind of have some semblance of this is like a proper wrestling crowd. I just wish they'd let the one thing I do agree with the the planted crowd. Let's say I wish they'd let them just be the crowd rather than tell them what to chant because that does take away a lot from it. But again, they probably tell them what to chant so they can sweeten it in the truck. Well, I think it's all about telling a story. Um, and to be fair to the WWE, they even announced, hey, we are going to amplify crowd sounds. We are going to use different camera angles. We're going to do things to enhance this match. They were straight yeah. up honest. It's not like they were, it's not like Roman Reigns is coming out and getting heavily booed so they dampen the audience and plug in uh, cheers. Mm. Like that, those are real things that this company does. So, when they have a crowd, <laughs> when they have a crowd. how are you upset about something like this like yeah. yes it's clearly a planted crowd um do, that's why when i said that about keith lee like i don't want him to get his ovation in front of a planted crowd i want to see how a real fan well actually i shouldn't say that because i guarantee you the people in that crowd are real fans but i want to see how a paying fan um reacts to him with the, and with, his card. With those fans, those fans are just people who are hired in the performance center. They're just wrestlers. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're trainees. Yeah. And I, yeah. I got to give a shout out. Oh, my gosh. I have to give a shout out here. Sorry, Ireland. To 
my favorite NXT diva or crap, um, not diva, uh, women's wrestler. Sorry, my, I was watching One Night Stand from 2008. My brain hasn't adjusted back. And uh, man, for those who don't know about uh, Casey, she is fantastic. She, she's, you might she's, know her from. Uh, she's your yeah. girl. She's your girl now, is she? She absolutely is. She um, <laughs> she was on American Ninja Warrior. She of course oh, has the amazing privilege of dating Ricochet. And one of the coolest, actually, what made me a fan of hers is the fact that when Ricochet like debuted and then he started having title matches and title wins, she would record herself at home, um, or sometimes also with like her roommate watching the match. And then the performance center would edit it together and upload it online. And just seeing the passion that she had for someone that she's loved, someone that she loves um, success was just so heartwarming. No way. I know, I'm, I'm getting old, apparently. But it was so heartwarming that it made me a fan of hers. And the stuff that she does in the ring is incredibly acrobatic she's got the alexa bliss size she's five foot nothing so i mean she's just she's downright adorable she's got skills i don't know what'll happen i don't know if she'll really make it but i don't know why i feel the need but i'm just giving a plug to casey right now hey fair you know uh, I, well, I can't pronounce her last name which is why i'm avoiding i think it's like Cater cataranza or something like that casey girlfriend of ricochet there you go yeah, I'm Casey Grove. I don't want to. I don't want to define her like that because a year hey. from now she might be mine. But I'm just saying, like. <laughs> well, it, it can be a title that we um, we adjust as we go on. Right. Okay. That's Fair enough. To do. Is this? It's going to become a recurring segment. David's favorite diva of the week. Or well, you seem, to ha- you seem to have a new one every week. So it's I, just do, like, I do. I well, do. My this is Morgan's con- next week, by the way. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> my, my at least mine's consistent. I like Alexa Bliss, and I think she's the best. So well, she's a goddess. So she's, she's, she's on a different brilliant. level from everybody else. She's so good. And there's a us, song. Us written- mere mortals have to also pick people to add. That's fair. But there's also a song written about her as well, which makes it even better. But Bola for Soup, which is great. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, really, yeah. Really. Um it's super fun. So yeah, like that's 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 mine, you know. <laughs> but I think she's actually like in real life dating Braun Strowman. And I'm like, how does that work? Wait, Alexa Blisses? Yeah, I think in real life. I'm like, how does that work? That must be very confusing. That's um, very uh Hayden Penetier and um that Russian boxer, Vladimir Kolchenko. I, think I was more thinking was. I was more thinking the mountain, you know, from Game of Thrones. I mean also like, yes like, but wow. in terms of just a person if you ever see a picture of hayden together with her i, I think now husband um it is astounding and yes it makes you go how do they how do they yeah it, it must is, work somehow it must they must have ways but you know f- fair play um but this uh, overall this show was co- this show oh, you can't tell what we think about this show in yeah, general. It, it, think about the fact that we've barely talked about it. It's because there's nothing to talk about. Like the match nothing, was great. No, nothing yeah, happens. Nothing, nothing happens. happens. It's like it's just a show that like literally nothing happens in. I did over overall I like the presentation of it. Again, like it was a really, really it was like one of it's a weird it felt like it was actually like a wrestling show. You know what I mean? Like they they've they've made it to su- to such an extent that yeah. Now, it does kind of feel kind of video gamey, but it's like, it's either that or it's the weird silent sex show again. Which one do you want? Yeah. So it's like, this is the best they can do. And it's, I have no problem with this until there's a full crowd back. It was still fun. Like, I, I can't hate on it too much. There was there some was, crazy there was, stuff. No, dude, there was, there was, look, there was nothing to hate. 
No. With the exception of that Braun Strowman thing. Everything else just, just kind yeah. of happened. And then oh, I did like the Viking Ra- Raiders, um, um, Street Profits cinematic I scuffle. about this. There was some hentai in it, apparently. Uh, it, yeah, yeah. it ended with, like, uh, I thought it was more of a Star Wars homage, but hentai. I thought it over. was because they're in Florida and it was a crocodile tale, but yeah, apparently well, that's too, too mundane of an explanation for <laughs> well, the internet. See, they were in a trash, a, a trash dumpster. Right. So I'm like, oh, Star Wars reference, but then of course uh, Florida. Yeah. yeah, there's loads of gators in Florida. So well, I um, am I am wearing a Rogue One shirt right now. So oh, very cool. I'm wearing a Game of Thrones shirt. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that was it. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, just going back in there. So look, the show kind of fell off a cliff. Started off in a very weird way. Not our show, but the actual show last night. And um, what I will say is, the the Seamus Jeff Hardy match isn't bad. Worth a watch. Really kind of cool um, little introduction back to Jeff Hardy. Forders the story and then gets Seamus over. Moreover, really, really put him over, built him as a super monster heel. And, I'm got, and, and they I'm, gave it, you know, they gave it a, a really good amount of time, which I liked. And I mean, hey, let's not even completely toss out the triple threat tag match for the women's title because i mean that oh, was so a beautiful great match. match that was a great that was a great way, that was a great way to kick off the show really i mean i don't know it. how the match itself was i just mean it was a beautiful match yeah uh, all the competitors were you know it was very pleasing on the eyes that's what that way um and i don't even like the iconics but i love bailey bailey's so cool i'm so much prefer as a heel it's like when emma became a heel and i'm like i'm i'm absolutely in love yes. um uh, heel Emma is like the best thing in the world so um, yeah fair play to them all they kind of get very little to work with and they managed to pull out a very decent show uh, without getting into the last match if this had just been a show it would have been a fun throwaway um, middle house show or something like that That's what it, this all felt like a house show you know what I mean um, it's like something you'd see in Dublin or you know anywhere around the place then we had um, Randy Orton and Edge. Now, the build up to it was yes. kind of the build up to it was kind of funny. The promo package where you could tell the guys weren't really believing what they were saying, and it's just like, oh, this is the greatest match of all time. And you know, then he had Shawn Michaels, and it's just like, you don't believe this. <laughs> Nobody believes this. He's just cycling Ric Flair's retirement match in yeah. his mind. You know, it's, it's like no. And then Ric Flair, he wheeled out Ric Flair to say stuff, and you're like, listen probably going to be a very good match but it's not going to be uh, you know the best match of all time now the story of it we thought it was going to be a cinema, cinematic match which it should have been that said it, only, it, it, it was almost was yeah it was a blend now they did some weird stuff they had Howard Finkel's mic drop down which was I loved it marked out oh my god he did the introductions and I was like oh my god this is Wait, so before cool. we before we jump straight into the match I gotta say uh, last week on the show we for obvious reasons, mocked the crap out of this because I hadn't even heard of it. And to me, my gut reaction was, oh, are you kidding me? Well, let me tell you something. Following Edge and Randy Orton on Twitter this week, especially considering that the match was pre-recorded last week, so all of the trolling, all of the comments that they made online now have a totally different meaning Yeah, when you realize that they were hinting at things that they were going to do in the match. Yep. Um, I think it was Randy Orton and uh, Tomasco Ciampa had a big back and forth. And uh, one of the things that La- Randy Orton pointed out was the, the whole leg slapping. 
that yeah. happens in NXT so yeah. liberally. Yeah. And this match ended with one of the most egregiously obvious leg slaps I have ever seen. So, I mean, yeah. that's just, that's the pure brilliance of this match. I mean, Ed well, look, saying how everything he did was, I just had the greatest dinner ever. I mean, they, 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 they turned me. They turned me into somebody who would genuinely probably would have skipped this pay-per-view. We probably wouldn't even have talked about it this week. But man, they gave me a reason to get excited <laughs> and see like, will this or won't it be? Even though I know it wasn't good, but it just, fair play to them on the promotion for this match. They made they did me a great care job. about something that otherwise I would have gone, oh, Orton and Edge are fighting again. But, now we can go on to Howard Finkel being amazing. But they were fighting again in a totally different setting. Like the story of this made sense. It was Randy Orton has said, right, you beat me, but you didn't beat me in a wrestling match. And that was the story. Even yes. throughout the whole point of, you know, point by point in the match, you know, it was Edge out wrestling Orton or being out wrestled. What I loved is they were, you know, the pulling out random moves. So it was like SmackDown versus Raw again, where it's like Edge just did uh, the Olympic Slam and Orton does a pedigree. Edge does a rock bottom. It's like, what? <laughs> what is going yeah, yeah. on? You know, you unlocked the ability unlocked, to steal your opponent's finisher. Exactly. You're also able to steal any of their stablemates finisher or exactly. any of their past tag team finisher. I love that. I love when wrestlers do that. You know, one of the biggest examples, obviously, is Stone Cold and The Rock going back and forth and stealing each other's finishers. And I just, I love the way it feels. Yeah, I love the nod to Christian. Yeah, where he tries, he tries, that was great. Where he tries to do the imprettier and then can, so he does the execution. It's like, yeah, excellent. Like, like this match, what? And he what, did the pendulum, which is one he? of like the signature Christian moves. Oh, yeah, I must have missed he, that one. Yeah, where you, 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 I guess you get whipped into the corner, or your opponent gets whipped to the corner. No, you get whipped in, and then you slide your legs out to the outside. When then the opponent charges at you, and you like flip backwards and you kick them in the face with your legs. Yes. Yeah. yeah yes, that's, yes. That's a signature Christian move that he did um, in the latter part of his career, starting in like his ECW days. I love the, I love that that was a part of the story. Yeah, it's it's one of the strongest, most recent examples of that being done in WWE, where yep. stuff they did that made sense. Even the color where Randy Orton, I don't think I don't think he cut. I actually think he was legit. Yeah, it looked cut. that way. It looked that way because it wasn't like ridiculous. It was like a little bit of color here and here, and it's like, well, yeah, that's probably where he got caught. But um, I that think added, it added to the match. It added so much to it, and even when he won, he was like, he didn't walk away without being beaten, you know. Um, and even to the end, where he kind of cheated to get that last or uh, to get that last punt in, you know. But it was so cool seeing the RKO spots from the corner, and I loved. I have to say, I loved the GoPros on the turnbuckle. Mm. I thought they were great. A fantastic little way to shoot this differently and add something to it. Now, this match was recorded straight, as I said a week ago, and then they redid some stuff. And Edge was actually injured. He tore his uh, was pectoral. it pectoral? He tore his pec um, yeah. during it. Now we don't know where or why, but there's some speculation about it. 
I personally wouldn't buy into that speculation, but I would say it's mainly yeah. because, you know, taking four RKOs from the corner when you haven't wrestled in two years in a real match is probably going to do it. Yeah, so. and there's certain things... How do I... There's certain things that you do to get yourself into a particular shape yeah. when you don't have to worry about certain things. Am I being as vague as possible, but you know what I'm talking about? That is um, what is heavily employed mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. we don't know. But also it's got to do with it. if you have a history of that, apparently it's also right. part of it. So look. All I'll point people to is The Rock versus John Cena at WrestleMania, their first encounter. Yeah, I think that tells you all you need to know. Yeah, and then I think the second one, a rock tore everything in his body. Yeah, I was there for that. <laughs> I, I just, I just think it's funny that like rock tore everything in his body, like just all the muscles, all at once. And that's why when the rock's shooting movies, insurance will never let him compete in wrestling matches. Yep. And that's why when you wonder how come Cena doesn't wrestle anymore, it's because he's filming movies, yeah. and the rock screwed it. Yeah, the rock screwed it over by, you know, destroying his body literally through a couple of matches but yeah look you know it is what it is and you know at least Edge will come back from this thank god it wasn't a stinger or something like that because that would have been an act from right. God saying hey look I thank god it wasn't his neck and I yeah. mean hey what did this show us at the end of the day Randy Orton will never get the credit that he deserves and I will never give him the credit that he deserves like I said I'm biased I'll be honest but man that dude can wrestle his ass off. Orton is like one of the best wrestlers of all time. He's and, so smooth. But, I mean, but the he way... always has been. <sighs> he always has been. The has only been. reason, the only reason why he doesn't do it is because he's like, I don't have to. But when he yes. wants to, it's like, yes. holy cow! Like all his feud with Cena, that was like why it was so bad because neither one of them really wanted to push it. But when Orton was in with somebody who was going to go, they're going to go, and it's going to be unbelievable. And this was one of those matches where you're like. Orton actually is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Absolutely. I mean, we talk all the time because, you know, we do about AJ Styles and the way he's able to move his body when he does certain things. I I want you guys the next time you watch when Orton's doing it to opponent that he cares about, Mm. like he did in this match with Edge, watch him hit an RKO in slow motion. The way he's able to hit the map square and perfect on his back and and flex in midair is... Wow, this sounds appropriate, dude. But it's but, but, there, but it's look, so cool looking the, the way thing, he's able to do it. But here's the thing about Randy Orton that people don't realize if you've never actually seen the man wrestle. He's very weird looking. And he's very long. Yes. He's a very long dude, right? So him being able to move like that and is takes a lot of coordination and skill. So do not He's a very tall guy. The first time I saw him in person, I was blown away. I couldn't I, believe how tall he was. I yeah, had no I idea how tall he was. Yeah. I remember seeing him do an RKO in Liverpool. And where we were sitting at the time, we were up in the cheap seats because we always are. But because uh, it's more fun there. But uh, when you see him do the RKO, it's just the angle. He went halfway across the ring, and you're like, that looks so weird. But it never looks that way on TV. So I think when they added in the the GoPros and stuff, it really kind of accentuated that fluidity that he has. Um, but yeah, look, these guys are obviously like best of friends in real life. And they obviously carry each other a great deal. So it showed, you know, it got everyone over. No one was made to look like a chump. I can't remember the last time somebody kicked out of a pedigree. Um, I can't remember last time someone kicked out of like four RKOs. I know. Uh, it was unbelievable. You know, Edge... 
Edge was made to look like a superstar here because he was and he is. And uh, this was, while not the greatest match ever, it definitely is match the year so far. I know how we how, so. how hilarious is that? I mean, look, this match because of the name won't get the praise some that fans it deserves yeah. that are sticklers for that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. To give it the crypt, the praise it deserves. Yeah. But honestly, you had to have that tagline to make me care and watch it. Well, once I was there and watching it, I kind of forgot about the whole gimmick of the match. And I was just entertained. I mean, when's the last time we got an honest, straight wrestling? And by the way, I got to point out Charles Robinson with a bow tie. That was fantastic. Right? Wasn't that time... weird? <laughs> I was like, yeah, why, I why is he dressed? Why is he dressed? Like, you know what this felt like? This felt like playing 2K20. No, 2K19. 2K19 yep. because it's not yeah, broken. Yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. It's like someone just imported create a wrestler, create an arena, and then you gave them the weird little referee, and then you had adjusted the movesets of these guys. That's what it felt like. It felt like playing a video game. Absolutely, and I love the Chinese uh, artificial ingredient reference at the beginning with Howard Finkel. I thought that was, that's MSG I'm talking about. MSG, um, yeah. For Madison Square Garden. But um, I, I love that. I thought it was great. But again, my point is that I actually tuned in and I watched it, and when's the last time that we got a straight, honest, 45 minute wrestling match with no shenanigans there were some shenanigans at the end but well, that, but it was kind like, of. yeah kind of like it was cheating it wasn't really you know but it's been a long time and if this had been normal circumstance like if there was no pandemic this wouldn't have happened we wouldn't have gotten I, 45 minutes this would have been a 25 no, minute match exactly that's what and, we usually get for main events and it would have suffered for it uh, if you haven't seen this match go out your way to watch it this show really is the tale, tale of one card but a tailable match but man what a match it is not the greatest match of all time but definitely match the year so far my match of the year so far not uh, the greatest match of all time but definitely the greatest match ever <laughs> um and okay so we're going to switch gears a bit and talk about something else so look initially we were going to talk about this this is going to be our review this week right uh but then obviously we wanted to watch the show and it's 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 weird because one night stand. This I think it's the last one night stand from two thousand and eight. And then yeah, became, we, for anybody who's paying attention, we've we've kind of covered all the one night stands at this point, except for two thousand and seven. Yeah, well, we're going to talk. We got we might do two thousand seven and two thousand five together because yeah. you know. Well, oh, I don't know if you can do them together. It's worth mentioning, by the way, that uh, it was like what three days ago. Well if you're listening in Ireland on the radio four days ago, mm. was the 15th anniversary of ECW One Night Stand. 2006. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Timely. No, 2005. Was it 2005? Oh, it was 2005. And 2006 yes. was... 20 yeah, minus before. 5 is 15, Derek. Yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, but, um, uh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> the greatest match of all time just blew my... Uh, Blew my counting ability, my math, my yeah. math ability. Um, yeah, um, so that it was that one, but then there also was during the week... Um, the anniversary of the 2006 one. Yes, yes, absolutely. The, it was the anniversary of Rob Van Dam winning the title. So yeah, so that's why we're doing it. That that's it. Kind of works out quite well. It's um, almost like we plan these shows around historic events because we talk about things in the past. Exactly. That's I mean, the it beauty. could that's be the... that we're time travelers. It could be that we just know how to keep a calendar. I don't exactly. know. You decide. I don't know, guys. Figure it out. But that's why we... Uh... <laughs> decide for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to tell you. But, you know, that, that, that's what I kind of like about this uh, 
this time of year as well. So we don't know what we're going to do next week. If you guys want us to do one night stand, let us know. Uh, if not, we're going to move on to something else. But it is June, so we figure it's appropriate to kind of cover this. But this is the last uh, ECW heavy show. It, it, it's it, After this, they kind of get rid of the ECW one night stand name completely and change it to Extreme Rules. Uh, the show is forgettable until you watch it and then you remember boy this is one hell of a show um and i was like that too i, I think i was watching wrestling bios or some of that wrestlemania and they were talking about big show being legitimately injured by a singapore cane i'm like oh he was in the singapore cane match i forgot about that and then that's when i started watching it and then i listened to the commentary and forgot mike Allenley was there and i'm like oh this is good so that's why we're covering it because it's hilarious but yeah look um, it also has the really historic Jeff Hardy Umaga match, which where he does the, he does the massive dive from the outside in the worst uh, crash pad thing ever, where he's just like obviously they don't cut to it, but it's there. And you're like that's what happened. Still a great spot. Uh, they got it out pretty quick though. I got hands to him. They did, and that was live. This is before they were pre-taping stuff. So yeah, fair play to them for actually doing it because they might like you know it's there, but it, they don't insult your intelligence by showing it and then pretending like it's something else. Yeah, um, like they do nowadays when Shane jumps off things. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, again, I. Agree. But I don't know what's better. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think. Know. I, think I, the, I guess I, I like to be fooled better than yeah, I like to see it. To be lied to. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, there was only one match that I kind of skipped on this, um, and I, I obviously fast- it was Triple H versus Randy Orton because, as we all know, Derek hates Triple H. Obviously, obviously. I Please fast- don't tell me it was Cena versus JBL. No, it wasn't. I fast forwarded through two matches, Same. but I skipped one of them. I fast forward through Cena, JBL, and Batista. I did as well, because yeah. I thought that, like those yeah. matches. Yeah, those matches weren't what you'd expect them to be. They're okay. Yeah. I but watched they, like the beginning, got bored, then watched the end. That's exactly what happened to me. Exactly, yeah. and the stretcher match. I remember even watching at the time. I'm like, this match wasn't great. And then watching it, I'm like, oh yeah, it really wasn't great. It was okay, but it wasn't um, what you'd expect it to be. Uh, I did skip the Beth Phoenix Melina match. That was yikes. I I did as well. I don't. It just does nothing for me whatsoever. I really enjoyed the Singapore Kane match, though. I thought that was a really fun match. I mean, I'm a, I'm a sucker for anything on a pole, quite frank. Wait, hold on. I'm a sucker <laughs> from any wrestling match with a stipulation where there's an object on a pole. Well, I think this worked into it because it wasn't just you get the, you get it all, you get the stick off the pole and hit them with it. There were Singapore canes everywhere, and when the Big Show gets injured, like legit, he, you know, yes, his face got banjoed from the from the steel steps, and then he got injured from the cane. And you're like, wow. That, that's a nasty, nasty, nasty cut. And it added so much to the match because you're like, one, it's the big show with a cane. And two, he's hurt. So he probably is going to be annoyed by people here who he really doesn't, is known for not really having time for. So he just oh, starts yeah. beating the hell out of everyone. Poor Tommy Dreamer gets battered. CM Punk and John Morrison gets beaten around the place. And poor Chavo gets smacked around the place. And the I big- mean, they all basically get mauled. That's... Yeah. It's kind of funny when wrestling, and by the way, Tommy Dreamer is not a small dude, but no, it's not. kind of funny when you you see kind of stuff like this happens because you remember like, oh, yeah, if this was a real fight <laughs> like, and this- you give the big show a weapon, good luck 
anybody. Yeah. Well, that's well, to be fair, they actually did kind of say that. They're like, Big Show doesn't need a weapon. And when he brings in the the trash can full of canes, yeah. you're like, oh, man, he's just killing them. Like, and it's, it's not yeah, even it fair. It's like compared to him. It's not even fair, you know. So I, I what, at the time as well, remember, Kane was the ECW champion. So it. Oh, Derek, I was recapping ECW during this. So time you period. remember correctly. Trust me, I remember. You remember exactly, exactly. It's almost like I planned this. Um, and yeah, that, that was. Uh, so yeah, when I was watching through, I'm like, it makes sense. This was building up towards that feud, and you know, it was. It kind of. It was a nice little time capsule. It really was. Um, very good match. Definitely worth checking out. Solely for the first two, first two matches. Started off yeah. great. Um, Triple H versus uh, Randy Orton last match on the match. Not a bad last on the match, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, if the show had ended there, it would have been a bit meh. But this match... I'm not going to let you defend that nonsense. Ah, look, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying... Really? I- um, okay. Hey, people, if you've never seen this guy named Triple H wrestle, spoiler alert, A, he wins. B, it involves a sledgehammer. Great. There, you've seen every Triple H match ever. You're that's done. A, that's all you need. Like, you don't need that anymore. <laughs> but it's, it's the weirdest gimmick in the world. The guy's supposed to be all about being a cerebral assassin, and I can tear my opponents apart. But LOL, I hit him in the face with a big piece of steel. Yeah, and, and, and it that works. Makes sense, which is totally real too, by the guy. By the way, guys. <laughs> but look, definitely yeah. a real sledgehammer. That's why it actually makes sound when it hits the ground. Oh wait. <laughs> But look, the Triple H Randy Orton. I'm sorry, is my disdain coming across? I feel that's like it okay. might be. That's okay. That's I okay. I feel like it might be. Look, the, the, this match was obviously in their series um, around this time. They had their the no the no mercy three tile defense, three tile swaps in one night is a much better story than this. This was kind of hammed on, and this was like a year later from that. So it just really uh, it didn't really do anything for me. It was kind of like okay, I've seen this. You know, it, it was kind of lost in the shuffle. For for me, if we're talking about a one-match card, obviously this wasn't it, but the reason to watch this show was Edge versus The Undertaker. That was like the real match to see. And it was 24 minutes of a fantastic, fantastic TLC match where the spots are absolutely ridiculous. Like, oh, uh, t- uh, t- Under- oh my oh, gosh. Undertaker going through like the table stack. Oh. On the outside, oh, it was wild. Oh, but, my goodness. But even what Taker does to Edge, where he, you know, chokes down through a rake of tables, they bash each other's brains in with chairs, and they're yeah. like, no wonder both of them are in bits. No wonder Edge's neck right. was screwed. Like, this was just Edge's match that he just show up. But I did like the story of this as well, because there was like, this is why I said pay attention to the commentary when we were watching. Yeah. The whole story of this match was Edge had been stereotyped as just being a hardcore garbage wrestler. Mm-hmm. Undertaker wasn't. But Undertaker wanted this match because it was his match. And tr- the whole point of it was Edge is like, no, I'm more than that. But at the same time, then it, there's loads of cheating. La Familia run in and he wins right. through cheating. So it's like, okay, the story wasn't as well told, but he was a mega heel at the point in time. So it made sense. Well, um, the craziest thing about this match is that uh, the stipulation was, of course, that, you know, if Undertaker lost, he had to leave WWE. And that's why, since 2008, The Undertaker has never competed again in the WWE, if you're wondering what happened to him. 
Yeah, he just disappeared. Very true to stipulation. He just disappeared, and you never saw him ever again. Yeah, um, he he ended at it was I think it was what like seventeen and zero. That was it. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? My question is like, why did they not honor it? Like, why or why did they include it in the first place? Uh, you mean like why was the ECW championship not the last match on an ECW pay-per-view? <laughs> but this wasn't an ECW pay-per-view at the time. This was firmly a WWE show. Um, True, but they did call it, well, yeah, I know. This is firmly I, I get what you're saying. They called it One Night Stand, but if you do pay attention to like literally every sign at it, they were calling it Extreme Rules. It was like mm. they, they had two, it was a split personality on the part of the WWE and how they wanted to promote this. They still didn't know exactly how to... Um, how to follow this up. How to yeah, they wanted to use it. the concept because they made bank on yeah. those pay-per-views. They just didn't know quite uh, how to do it. I don't... Well, I think the, what I think they should have done is and Undertaker came back um, after SummerSlam, I think. Was that correct? I'm just reading this here. That's, I mean, so, according to Wikipedia, which yeah, is worth reading. As exactly. are people watching on YouTube. Exactly. By the way, if you're listening, you can see our pretty faces and visuals. Yeah, we, we're, we're finally working out the kinks now, trying to get this a bit more uh, presentable for you guys. So, yeah, yeah. If, you're, if, you're, if you're listening to us, go over and you can actually catch us live on YouTube and all that stuff as well. Nerd to Know Media. Um, okay, but here's yeah. the thing, right? And if you're wondering, I'm Derek. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually I was talking to uh, someone at work who had the same name as me and it was just funny because it's totally different spelling uh, but they're American and I was like oh that's that's actually crazy well, how, how do they spell it? A D-A-R-A can you say that again with less of an Irish accent so I can understand? D-A-R-A because the G-H in my name is silent D-A-O-D-A-R-A gotcha yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry listeners D- ah wow that's just an American thing I've said on this show. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's okay. I get Darig a lot because well, we have we have we have. No, no, that's Dora. <laughs> I say we have Dara the Explorer, but that's no, a, that's, that's a Dora. whole, that's a whole other can of beans. It's yeah. a whole different thing. Oh. Uh, kidney, kidney beans, exactly to be uh, to be exact. Because I mean, maybe. it's a thing. Yeah. By the way, I made chili the other day. Chili is super good. So yeah. Now, do you? I have a question. Are you a yeah. beans in the chili or not a beans? In oh the yeah, my kidney beans in the chili. You got You got to go okay. for it. Yeah, you got to do it okay. legit. You know, it's one thing I can make. I can make pretty good Mexican food and pretty good Italian food because they're basically mm. the same thing. Which is why I'm you can't. Close. Which is why you can't get uh, Mexican food in Italy without great. Well, you can, but you got to know where to go. The Italians purposely won't do it because it's like no, they will only have Italian food. <laughs> or, or if you come over to America, you get very Americanized Mexican food. Which, if you talk to any any of my friends that are you know from Mexico or have Hispanic heritage, are like, the hell are you talking about? That's not what our food is. Like, Fair you live authentic, and you're like, oh, okay, that's really good. Yeah, oh, you, oh, and I like Chinese food. Like the, exactly. what we consider Chinese food isn't. Not, I did air quotes for people listening. Um, is not what is not at all what they actually eat in China in terms of. Yeah, I've been to China. Stuff I know. that's added to it, yeah. I've been to China, I know. Um, it's an experience. It's not I mean, just you. I was telling other people. Oh, no. no was, look, all I'll say is, you know, when we went to China, when we were um, 16, 17, we all lost about two stone. So we didn't eat the food because everything looked at you. So we just ate the rice. It was, it was an experience. It really was. 
you have no idea until you actually go to these places what it's like. It's it's weird. Although real Mexican. Sorry, the American is, over here is trying to do conversion rates in his head. Okay, two stone is like twenty kilograms, right? Yeah, a lot. We were very emaciated by the time we got okay. home. And twenty kilograms is a certain number of pounds. Twenty. Okay. Don't worry, I'll figure this out eventually. <laughs> I'm only converting multiple things at once over here. The, well, the, the metric system is the thing, Dave. Oh no, you're right. You can, <laughs> yo, no, it's fantastic. it's fantastic. I love it. No, yeah, it's great. Oh god, two two, two Americanisms on one show. I, I will. I stand proudly. That's by fair. That's, our, that's our fair. imperial that's, system. Okay, that's fair. I have no fair. problem it, with it. It works. It's fine. It's fine. To be fair, it sounds much better when you're watching wrestling where they're like 220 pounds than you know whatever that is in stone. You're like, that just doesn't make much sense. Listen, um, I'm just saying that there's a lot more integers that you can divide 12 by then you can divide 10 by so it's very useful when it comes to things like construction etc and it, it's very uh, useful when understanding concepts and not just you know going into the arbitrary method of well everything must be 10 to the certain power you know yeah no look i, I i'm not discounting right. that you're for right. scientific things yes we, we we all use the metric system because it makes the most sense but mm. you know but look, what I will what I will say is, you know, real Mexican food is pretty good. Taco Bell is not Taco Bell is is a dangerous thing to have, in my opinion. In my experience as an Irish person, going over to America yeah, and have Taco well, Bell, it's yeah, yeah it's it, it it's not worth it. You know, it's not worth it. Um, well, listen, one of my favorite foods in the absolute world is boiled cabbage. So that's an Irish tradition, right there. No, that's not that's not. And I want to be clear because now you're all like, oh, I see, he's gaslighting. No, 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 no. Genuinely. I love boiled cabbage. I my, my ancestors came over from Ireland. My grandmother Fair. makes it all the time. I love it. Oh well, fantastic. There you go. <laughs> Just I fry it up afterwards. Put in a little you know chili and garlic oil. Yeah, well they've ruined it there. Irish cooking needs to be bland and tasteless. Right. Bland and tasteless. There's no point except for coddle. Coddle's super good. It's really good. And all our Dublin coddle, coddle is like that, I mean I coddle children, but I don't know what coddling. A coddle is a Dublin stew. So instead of putting in steak, you put in like uh, rashers and sausages and stuff. It's super good. Super That's good. Yeah. good I, I would I would recommend that. Um, but this has been Nerdtono Media's cooking show. <laughs> 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 but look, guys, if you're listening to us on Phoenix 92.5 FM, we are coming to an end. Um, we will obviously probably wrap up a little bit over on the stream. Go over and check out Nerdtono Media if you haven't already. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to finish off the show, guys. We will talk to you next week here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Catch, say, everyone on, uh, say everyone who's here on the stream, because we're not going anywhere. We'll see you after this break. Follow me at the Dave Stevens. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. 